the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Times this week had an editorial about domestic violence, and the editorial said one time is too many. Uh, in, t- in December of 2016, you asked Senator Franken to step down when and when it was learned that it was a substantiated uh, sexual assault issue. You asked him to step down. Archie Parnell, he's a uh, candidate for uh, Congress in South Carolina. Congressman Tim Ryan said because of domestic abuse that happened over 40 years ago, that he needs to step down. They said that that is not a standard of conduct that can be tolerated in the House or in the Senate. Uh, Senator, do you believe any instance of domestic violence or sexual assault disqualifies anyone from not only serving in the House or Senate, but serving in a public office? Uh, Congressman Macy, I've answered that question numerous times with you, numerous times. Uh, my former wife has asked that you stop attacking our family. The state's newspapers have asked you to stop running these kinds of, making these kinds of disgusting allegations. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay, there, Kara, you can be oh, going. Yeah. Uh, when the, the uh, midterms are over, yeah, I actually uh, went ahead and voted this week and went to the... Do you, uh, you want, I don't do you the know? absentee. I went to the, yeah, I do uh, the local absentee. office. Um, absentee is so easy, Karen. But even, well, for me in Medina County, it's easy to go to. Yeah, but I mean, I just like... It's right next to like, where I run errands. I like at home with my... Got my computer right there, my cup of coffee, you know, and I can look up anything I want to look up. Yeah. And just, you know, yeah, I've never I'm done not, the don't absentee. Rush. Oh, I, I, if you start doing it, you'll never turn back. Here. Yeah, I, well, yeah, for me, I'm in Medina County, so it was... Convenient, okay. but uh, yeah, uh, not exactly a kumbaya midterm election going on, is it? I don't think politicians have had a kumbaya moment in the last few years. And there's some interesting, <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting races too. That um, you know, some close races out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that, of course, was our own senator uh, or senatorial, you know, candidates. Um. Sherrod Brown, the you know, and uh, Jim Renacci. Um I don't know who you think won that debate. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Okay. Well, time will tell. Let's see. The Arizona is, of course, uh, is a Texas. I think Ted Cruz. I think he's going to 
prevail over the you know the Democrat uh, socialist uh, Beto O'Rourke. Um, Tennessee, you know that that's a close uh, senatorial race between uh, Marsha Blackburn and Phil. Uh, what's the guy's name? Bradison or whatever. Um, Nevada's open uh, open air. So you know, very, some very close races. We'll see. Um, I think you know, in the end, uh, as most I think pundits think that the Democrats will gain control of the House, and Republicans will retain control of the Senate. And so, Carrie, if that does happen, what does that mean? That means more of nothing will get done. Probably. You got that right. <laughs> that means we've got gridlock for indefinitely. Um, and that pretty much means or probably nothing will get done. Right. Um, you, you know, you, you, you'll have Nancy Which Pelosi. Which they need to have a kumbaya and say what's best for the country. But, you know, politicians probably you know, won't do that. Nancy Pelosi will be back speaker in the House and. Maxine Waters will probably be leading the finance committee, and, oh, and scary, um, scary. but you still have now. Now again, the other the, there's also a group that says they're oh you, you know if the Democrats get control of the House, all the tax cuts are going to go away. No, well, those are already in place yeah, for in a law. certain amount. They're and, and, probably less likely that they'll be. Well, yeah. Well, tax reform 2.0 is not going to get done, right? But as far and, and, and as far as the existing tax law, you know, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was passed last year, you know, they don't. The Democrats aren't going to have enough votes to change that. And by the way, President Trump's got his veto pen, so he mm-hmm. can veto any new tax law that Congress even tries to attempt. Mm-hmm. So you know the 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 threat or the or, or you know the the big thing. Oh, you got to vote Democrats because you you lose your tax cuts. Well, I don't know if there's a lot of hold you know to that. Now, of course, the 2020 election is going to be key. If if the you know if Donald Trump, I am assuming he'll run for re-election. I'm not sure what Democratic candidate will be up against, um, but we'll see. Um, but you know if if the Democrats can get control of both the House and the Senate and the White House, then potentially they could, you know, have enough votes to right. change the current tax law. Now, remember, this current tax law with all the lower individual tax cuts, it's not permanent, right? It was, It's good through 2025. Mm-hmm. And then if Congress does not extend the lower tax uh, tables and the higher standard deductions and, uh, and some of the other tax cuts that were made, they expire, all right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we revert back to the previous uh, rules and uh, and that would take place in 2026. So a lot of people say, you know, we have this window of, of opportunity mm-hmm. that you may want to look and say, how how, do, how could I take advantage of that when you're doing your own planning in terms of um, IRA contributions, IRA distributions, Roth conversions and some of the other things. So those are some things we'll kind of continue to talk about. Here, when you get us started. All right. Well, you're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM between 9 and 10. We're a financial educational talk program here to give you helpful information about issues that may impact your financial life or financial news, whether you're working or already retired. We are sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is a local Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm. Um, what you think of as traditional financial planning, numbers crunching. 
We don't do investments. What we do is build long-term, conservative, realistic financial plans and help our clients save money, use the opportunities in the complicated tax code, get clarity on what they can spend, um, what they should be doing. Can they use a strategy out there to get more net benefit or and understand the choices that people have? A lot of times people think there's nothing that can be done. Well, if you're proactive and make a better choice, you actually get more net spendable dollars in many cases. Um, and that's what we do. We are um, a fee-based planning firm. We offer a free consultation for people who want to come in and see how our process is different. Um, we're big if you've listened to the show for a while. Any, and every week we remind people we're big on comprehensive planning, but we do have hourly options for people who maybe want a little bit of help. We believe in coordination of advisors, um, and customized plan. The coordination advisor is happening right now. We're in our busy season and we're, when you're talking about opportunities, we have a lot of people and we're doing conference calls with if people have tax preparers um, or investment advisors saying, you know, let's get together by year end. Are there any maneuvers you might want to make or year end planning strategies you may want to get implemented under these favorable tax rates um, that can result and benefit you in the future? And those are things that we're looking at and also a reason to come in for the free consultation where a credit and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau. We're also Super Service Award winners multiple years on Angie's list. But if you want more information or to take advantage of our free consultation, uh, we're scheduling now through the end of the year. Um, and But if you want us to look at year-end planning issues, you need to get on the calendar by the first part of December. Um, and we have offices around the Cleveland area. Our home office is in Middleburg Heights. We can do consultations by phone or in person, and that's about your numbers, your situation, your questions, again, by phone or in person. If, you, if you're interested in that, call, leave a message. We'll get back to you on Monday morning, um, or you can visit the website and sign up for the newsletters. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I will be planning the 2019 planning classes in the first quarter. Um, so if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll be the first ones to know about those free educational classes. So if you want the consultation or sign up for the newsletter, call 440-239-2090. That's 440 440- 239-2090 or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. All right. And you're listening to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell. We're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been providing Cleveland families with custom financial plans for over 33 years. And we like to do it one plan, one family at a time. So I'm glad you survived the October scare. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not talking about the trick-or-treaters that might have come tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, of course, about the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did you sur- survive? You know, you, you know, everyone, all Americans are going to be getting their October statements here in the next couple of weeks, right? And if you don't watch it over, you know, nightly on your websites, if you just wait and open up the monthly statements, you may get a little scare because a lot of people think we had the correction that everyone's been waiting for in October. Other people think that might just be volatility and the volatility uh, is still going to continue. And we haven't had that other shoe drop, so to speak. What do you believe? You know, do you think it's over? Um, do you think it was just volatility? Um, you know, you know, what, what do you think? Now, the point is, did you build a plan R? You know, in other words, when you've been listening to our show, if you, and, and remember, you can always go back and get our podcast. So our shows are podcast on the WHK 1420's website. 
you just go to their website and you, you click on uh, podcasts, you know, local programming podcasts, and find our time slot. We're Saturday mornings at 9 a.m., and they have a history of our shows. And if you've been listening or you want to go back and listen to those, we all year what we've been talking about are, is, you know, have you built a plan in case we do get an economic downturn now? Or if not this year, next year, just the idea saying, if you think that perhaps that economic downturn is in the next two to three year window, as opposed to still being five or six years out, you know, are you building an alternative financial plan that says, if that does happen, am I still going to be okay? Meaning that, you know, can I, uh, you know, do, do I have enough of a cash reserve that I can, you know, can still do the things I want to do if I don't want to sell my stocks if the market's coming down, right, Gary? Or the idea that I, I, you know, I can, you know, withstand a economic downturn right now in terms of, some type of loss on your investments or a slow growth economy, what, you know, the different ways you make assumptions to build your financial plan, right? The idea is that if we're, if we have that economic downturn now, it, it doesn't necessarily affect your life right today. The idea is in some weird way it affects the longevity of your financial plan, right? It means, okay, if you, you know, you're going to have less money later on or you're going to run out of money quicker than you thought, right? If you don't have that built in, right? So the idea idea is you've got your plan A up and running, assuming that everything's going to go fine and no problems. Mm-hmm. And believe me, there's a there's a big consensus out there that says that think that's the case. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, the U.S. recessions long, long off. Um, that the Federal Reserve is going to you know is going to successfully navigate their soft landing. Um, that the GDPs continue to grow. You know, we have a good jobs report this week. Right. I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, and that at, you know, what's the problem? Because life happens. Well, but the idea of the plan R or a recovery plan or resuscitation plan, whatever you want to say, is just saying I'm taking off the rose-colored glasses and I'm going to model in, I'm going to tell the robot to also model a plan if things don't go. And you know the value, whether you call it plan R. I mean, sometimes clients, we see other scenarios. What if you're worried or you have a a spouse that... um predeceases you earlier than planned sometimes health issues hit and unfortunately how what does that look i mean we people have people coming in uh, you know maybe one of their goal is saying i want to make sure my spouse is going to be okay if i'm not around or the we've had people lose their jobs and it's much harder to find that same level of jobs are you worried because sometimes people see all oh, the company's been downsizing there have been mergers you know they're worried about hey i may not have a job in a year we can model that in or whether it's a long-term care stay or any of these scenarios that you're worried about, once you have a good math model with good assumptions with price tags and timeframes, and if anybody who comes in, you can see the detail that we go into that I, you know, like even when I've had some free consultations in the last 30 days, people said, I, you know, the detail that we go in, even that I just show them in the sample case, we don't always break it out for their free consultation because it takes a lot of time. Right. It takes their effort. Right. But as far as the detail that we can put into it of, hobbies and family gifting charitable gifting gifts out of need wet future weddings travel auto all i mean we have rows and rows of of potential expenses right see a lot of people will say oh financial planning is easy and um and it's simple to do well if you've built a thousand plans it may it could get easy right but 
Um, I mean, there's there's down and dirty ways to do it, Carrie. I mean, you know, if you hear any professional saying, oh, I can do a retirement plan in 10 minutes, you know, basically what they're referring to is they're doing some type of modification of Bill Benjamin's 4% rule, which is this basically says um, whatever your nest egg is when you're going into retirement, you can take 4% a year beginning withdrawal, you know, and increase that with inflation and assume that you're getting a 5% rate of return on your investments, uh, you'll run, you know, you'll you'll draw that down over a 30 year period and spend the last hour and the last day and, and be happy. But you know right? what? How many um, clients do we have might want to spend more in retirement because well, now I have time to spend more. Right. But then, but yeah, I mean, then you also got to modify the 4% rule for your uh, retirement income, whether you're getting a pension um, or whether you're getting Social Security, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that and 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 you use that, yeah, yeah, you can do that in ten minutes. But you know, if that if it was so easy, then why are there so many baby boomers who are still working beyond what we would consider? In the old days, normal retirement age. Because they don't know. Um, why are so many encore career discussions being made? Um, and why are, you know, are, uh, are the statistics about people that have, have so little in savings? I mean, in other words, <laughs> the, the, the 4% rule is mathematically correct, but if your total nest egg is, is not enough, <laughs> It's, a, it's not the solution. Right. Um, you know, the idea. So, so yeah, to really build a, a good financial plan is, is a model that, you know, puts you into decision making mode. Uh, so speaking of, you know, pensions, Gary. So, you know, again, if you've got a pension election coming up, you know, um, if you're, if you're saying, Hey, Mark, I got to get out of the rat race. Um, and I'm, you know, I just don't know if I can work it anymore. And, and you're trying to, you know, you're starting to think about your pension. You know, we always say, if you've got a pension election and, you know, you're trying to decide, you know, which option you should choose, whether there could be a lump sum option, right? Or it could be a hundred percent survivorship annuity or a 50% survivorship annuity or a single life annuity, right? Um, and you're, you're not exactly sure how to analyze that come in for a free consultation um, because you know that's something that we've been helping clients do for decades you know and that's something you can do on an hourly basis because you're going to feel much better about the choice that you made and not second guessing yourself if you have a lot of different analysis done right i know we had somebody coming in and then i can think of a case recently that said oh i'm just going to pick the 100 percent joint survivorship because that's the safest thing to do but then when we start analyzing you know, and Mark, if you took the lump sum, they well, actually on a low growth rate, they actually came out better. Right. It, it's it's just that idea of saying, you know, we have wonderful robotic programs, take advantage of them, but you still need to understand, you know, the, the robot might forget to ask you a couple questions. That's why it's still, if you've never done it before, it might not be as right. easy as just going to a online calculator. Um, but you know, like GM right now, right? So GM is, is, has a voluntary bio program going right now, right? Um, and it's, you know, they're trying to, you know, offer it to about, well, I think it's about 18,000 salary employees. You know, I think you have to at least 12 years of service. Um, but that's, that's another example of that. You know, when you get the early buyout offer, do you know how to analyze that to say, Hey, can I swing it? You know, can I, can I, you know, can I take this early buyout and be okay? But sometimes if you have bills or expenses, sometimes people get really excited about that lump sum. And some, in some cases, the lump sum really isn't in your best interest. Right. Indeed. 
Now, and a lot of times you don't have a, a big window to analyze that offer. I, I think in GM's case right now, Kerry, I think they have to have a decision by November 19th. Um, that doesn't give you a lot of time. So if you've never done this before, mm-hmm. that could be tricky. Uh, and, and the other thing, too, is we say, you know, just don't ask the guy who retired a month before you what pension election they made. Or I was going to say our joke, if you ask most investment advisors, not all, they'll tell you to take the lump sum. So they can roll it to their <laughs> No, they wouldn't say that. Here, so they can just roll it to their right? Um All right. So what else is going on? So those are some of the things. Same thing with Social Security elections. As a matter of fact, if you come in for a free consultation, even if you choose not to become a client of the estate planning team. And, and by the way, we, we can't we don't say we can help everyone. Right. There's some people that our process isn't appropriate or they don't need our services. Right. Not but now. I can tell and, you, but yeah. we'll sit with you whether yeah. and it's we've done consultation now by phone or in person. We get it. People, whether they're working or retired or busy. Right. So if you want to take advantage of that free consultation, call the office. Let us know where to reach you. We'll check voicemails first thing on Monday morning at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or send an email or you can sign up for the newsletter at financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. Yeah, and and if you're wondering, if you do open your October statements and get a scare and you're wondering, "Uh uh-oh, is my retirement plan derailed? Well, don't make a knee-jerk reaction, right? I mean, the idea of having a good financial plan is the idea that you can now, t- when reality replaces an assumption that you made, you know how to go into your plan and make the adjustment. Okay, so you know if you did not, if you were not planning a uh, loss in uh, for, let's say, because you know, a lot of people carry, they may wind up negative year-to-date growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now we'll see. We'll see what happens between now and the end of the year. But in either case, you know, do you know where your your net worth is supposed to be at December thirty first of this year? See, if you don't have a good written financial plan, you might not even know where you're supposed to be at the end of the year. So it, when you get there, I, I don't know if it's going to be meaningful if you don't know where you're supposed to be, anyways. See, that's the idea of having the roadmap. That's the idea of saying so you can track your progress Mm -hmm. and say, okay, I was supposed to be here. I'm not going to be there. So what adjustments do I have to make? Or do I have to make major adjustments or can I withstand this? You know, and and that's the idea of having a good financial plan. Um, So we said, you know, um, you know, how has the market been doing for you? You know, you know, the dog, the dogs of the Dow. We haven't talked to dogs of the Dow lately. Ever? No, we have not. Um, the dog, usually I look at the dogs of the Dow, but, um, the dogs of the Dow is, if you're not familiar, that's a, that's an investment strategy where, um, you take the, uh, every year you take the, uh, 10 in the, in the Dow 30 stocks, you take the 10 highest dividend yield stocks at the beginning of any year and you put your money into those. Okay, so for 2018, those 10 are Verizon, IBM, Exxon, Chevron, Pfizer, Merck, Coca-Cola, Cisco, Procter & Gamble, and General Electric. And then you say, okay, I'm, and then the idea is that their, their value is low, but their stock price is low, but they're still paying a dividend, which is increasing dividend yield. And those are the ones that are going to rebound and come back and still you get a high dividend yield. Um, so a lot of people think that's better than any other strategy that's out there. And, and, and again, we're not investment advisors. That's not my point. My point is just saying there isn't just one silver bullet. 
Right. And some people, that's what they're looking for. You know, and, and it's not that, you know, it's um, well, now and now just looking at, you know, so I, I, you know, if you look at how if you look at the end of October after the October scare, how are those 10 stocks been doing? So let's see. Verizon's up about 7.8 per six, percent. That's pretty good. Mm, IBM's down 25 percent. Mm. OK. Exxon Mobil's down about 4.7 percent. Hmm. Chevron's down about 10.82%. Hmm. Um, Pfizer's up almost 19%. Merck up almost 31%. Okay. Those are good, right, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Cisco, um, you know, up 19%. Okay. Coca Cola up about 4.36%. Procter and Gamble, mm, down about 3.48%. GE, whoops, down 42%. But the, the point is, so some of those sound real good. Some of those sound not so good. Overall, that's down about four and a half percent compared to the Dow itself at the end of October is up about one point six percent. OK, so, you know, I don't know. And if you look back, you know, just an example, you know, if, if you look at back at the dogs of the Dow, you know, over the last, you know, 14, 15 years, if you could just compare the dogs of the Dow performance to the regular Dow performance, you know, the Dow's beating it. Okay. Um, you know, or it's about a 50-50, just toss a coin. There's no magic bullet. Mm-hmm. Right? The idea is um, you know, having a good financial model that's based on your goals and objectives, that's based on realistic conservative assumptions. And what you by building that you will learn the process of financial planning meaning the process is not just you do a plan once and stick it into the sock drawer for 30 years and pull it out and say okay my retirement went exactly as planned right no that the idea is that as life as you know as reality changes their assumption you know how to go in and modify your plan to get it back on track Right. And there's no one size fits all strategy or plan. You know, it's or I love when you do the Dr. Seuss theme products that annuities aren't bad or good. Stocks aren't bad or good. You know, and you go through all the different types of assets and it's really how they fit. Are they appropriate? Appropriate. What's your plan today? What's your plan at retirement and the exit strategy on using those assets and at passage and trying to put that all together? And usually it's a combination of multiple things. There's usually not one thing that fits. And if you want to take advantage of the consultation and it's for people who are getting closer to their future retirement or um, who are right there and maybe need to make those elections, or if you're someone who is already in retirement, remember, we're looking at this time of year. We're also looking at your and planning. Should you take more than the minimum required distribution? You know, if you're someone that doesn't turn 70 and a half or um, that you could take two distributions, we have people calling in. Should I take my distribution this year or should I double up in 2019? Should I take more than the minimum? What about a Roth conversion with the recharacterization gone under the new tax law changes? You have to be even more careful with the contra or the conversions Mm because there's a difference between contributions and conversions. And if you want to take advantage of the free consultation, you can call our office at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financial foodforthought.com. Well, speaking of requirement of distribution rules, Carrie, I have a rock and roll birthday boomer for okay. you today. And um, she's turning 70. 
okay. today. So, you know, so she's she's got that strange rule, right? Because she's turning 70 in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. So let's, so, you know, so I know 90% of our listeners, carry. that's where they listen in. They want to know because oh, yeah. they don't know what the required minimum distribution rule is, right? So I'm going to go through it. Well, okay. Okay. All right. Um, so here's the rule. Um, you have until April 1st of the year following the calendar year you attain age 70 and a half okay okay um now if you wait till april 1st of the year following the calendar year you attain age 70 and a half you will have to do a second distribution by december 31st of that same year that's what you were just referring to Carrie. right Mm -hmm. now that could be expensive tax-wise if you have to do two required minimum distributions in one tax year that's why a lot of our clients, a lot of people don't wait till April 1st of the year following the calendar year. They attain age 70 and a half. They take their first distribution in the calendar year. They attain age 70 and a half. Then mm-hmm. they just have to do one the second year, right? Now, which is right for you? Well, it depends, right? It depends on what's happening in your other taxable income in those two-year summary. I mean, if you want to get an idea of that, you might just want to talk to your tax professional, your, your CPA or your enrolled agent, you know, and say, hey, throw me a bone here. You know, if I, you know, can you run me a, a two-year scenario? And assuming in case one, I take no, no required minimums in the first year and I take two the second year and then I want to add up those cumulative taxes together for the two years. My case two scenario is I take one the first year, one the second year, add up those two years of cumulative income taxes, and I want to choose the one that gives me the lower tax over two years. Okay. Okay, that'd be one way to do it. Now, why would it be such a difference? Well, it could be we've had situations where if we have a couple situations, one of them is working in year one and they're retired in year two. So mm-hmm. in that case, their income is going to go way down in year two that maybe they could sustain the two distributions in year two. Um, there could be a lot of other reasons, right? Right. Looking at the Medicare B threshold, is, is taking two going to throw you over? Right. Um, you know, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, you know, things that it's, you know, it, it, and it can kind of go from there. Um, now, but our point is you shouldn't wait till you're 70 and a half to start learning about the required minimum distribution rules. Right. That's why we do the classes periodically. Because we believe you're, you're, you could be missing a huge opportunity. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, in other words, we think you ought to start looking at required minimum distribution rules um, before you're 59 and a half. Okay, and and you know because we've had a situation where we've had clients who we've projected for them that when they retire, uh, let's say assuming before seventy and a half, right, Carrie, mm-hmm. that we show them that they're going to be in a very low tax bracket because, by the way, they don't get one of those guaranteed pensions. All right. So they're going to be in a very low tax bracket and they are always thought, hey, I always was told that you wait to 70 and a half. You never take money out of your IRA before 70 and a half. Well, your investment advisors may love that plan. Right. But I don't know if it's the best plan for you uh, during retirement. Right. So so the idea is um, we've seen, you know, people where they're in, you know, it, it makes absolute sense for them to start a distribution before 70 and a half. One, because maybe they want to spend it. Mm hmm. Okay, maybe they want to go to Hawaii. Uh, maybe their kids need help. Maybe their grandchildren, maybe they don't want their grandchildren to take out, you know, $35,000 in student loan debt. 
Um, but they don't know, you know, if they can afford to help them or not. And yet they're, you know, and, and, and also, you know, we also, if you've never seen, by the way, what the required minimum distribution plan means for you and your family, meaning you've never seen that uh, projected over your lifetime. Right. Come in for a consultation. I mean, we actually do a projection based on your numbers and show you how much you get to spend, how much the government gets over your life expectancy and what's left over. And I think people are shocked. There's not every case, but there's quite a few cases where actually the government's going to get a bigger piece than your heirs. And, you know, we can redirect that if you take the time, start looking at this ahead of time and look at those planning strategies. There are plenty. If you want to take advantage, again, of the free consultation, you can give us a call at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. But you can make a substantial difference. I know I talk every week, you know, where we're looking at urine cases and running analysis to say, how much can we take out of the IRA beyond the minimum required distribution to max out or even other tax qualified assets to max out that zero bracket? Or maybe we want to max out the 10% bracket or the, or the 12%. Right. Or that where the, you, you still have the zero long-term capital gain rates and or qualified where your dividend. social security tax is taxed or the medic. We can run those different scenarios. I have those numbers carried today. So, okay. But, but ideally worst case you should be taking out if you can are in a zero tax bracket don't think well i'm paying zero taxes there's nothing to worry about well there's an opportunity to take money out that you were going to pay taxes on and pay nothing i mean to me that's the no-brainer option and that's um that's sometimes just um getting a good written financial plan helps you know we always say we don't we don't make decisions for our clients we do enough analysis and make recommendations based on the different analysis but it's it's our client's decision on what they want to do right and and our yeah we just feel our 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 role is fulfilled if we're doing enough analysis that they understand and that puts them in a decision making mode but now they know why they're making the decision and the decisions are much easier um and work with coordinated advisors you know get all your advisors talking to one another so they're not working in a vacuum on their own plan. You want them working on your plan. Um, so we said there was a good jobs report, right? Um, so non-farm payrolls came at two hundred fifty thousand. The consensus was about one hundred ninety-five to two hundred thousand. Um, unemployment rate remains steady at three point seven percent. You know, very very low. Full employment? Mm, question mark. Um, wage growth ticked up slightly, point two percent. Year over year, though, Carrie, that's was the, uh, you know, ear, um, mm-hmm. you know, pointer, right? That, um, ear perked up a little bit because the year over year wage growth topped 3%. That's huge. That's been, uh, that's kind of like a threshold that people were waiting for. Now, does that mean you're going to get a huge raise? Well, I don't know. You know, that's part of what Depends where you these work. midterm elections are all about. You know, did the tax cut, you know, it gave the corporation. And now remember, the corporate tax cut is is permanent. Remember, mm-hmm. earlier I was talking about the individual tax cuts or what's not permanent. The corporate got their permanent tax rate cut, you know, so they, they could act. But, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, the... Uh, According to, um, you know, a stack of new surveys shows that companies plan to boost salaries and wages anywhere from 2.8 to 3.1% in 2019. The average of roughly 3% is about the same pay increases this year, last year, and the decade before that. So it, it, it seems to be no matter how good the corporations are doing, 
Nobody gets more than a 3% pay increase. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, is that fair? Well, I think when you were getting nothing before. Um, because they're saying, hey, aren't the corporations benefiting? That's what Right, but this couldn't election- they give you percentage each year? I, I don't know that I'd give everybody just a... Okay, so um, because the problem is, if, if 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 we do have inflation ticking back up, and you're only getting two to three percent pay increases, mm-hmm. are you getting anywhere? Are you treading water? All right, um, we know. I mentioned. Remember the 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 the, the kind of eye opening statistic that the average savings going into retirement. What did I say? About eleven thousand right. seven hundred. Now, that's shocking, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't care what you know four percent rule. It won't matter if you if, if you only have eleven thousand in your nest egg. It, it ain't going to last. It's not going to cover your health care expenses. All right. Um, now, but that's a misleading number, Carrie. Right. So, so what what, what 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 really what people are upset about is the income inequality of this country. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's break that down. That eleven thousand seven hundred savings down a little bit, right? Um, the top 1% of households, okay, the one percenters carry, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think their medium savings is going into retirement? Much, much higher. You think it's higher than 11700 I think it could be. It's a tad to, higher. I was going to say maybe. It's $1.1 million. Okay. Okay. See, luxuries are cheap. Necessities are expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so let's get rid of the one top 1%. How about the bottom 20%? So remember, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, middle class, Carrie, right? A lot of people's definition of that is the middle quintile. Mm-hmm. Okay, the 20% right in the middle. Meaning there's two 20% brackets right. above that and two 20% brackets under that. Right. Okay. So we're now in the second lowest 20%. Okay. So what do you think, just if you looked at that, what do you think that medium savings is going into retirement? Mm, I'm going to guess 50000 not pretty good, Carrie. About twenty six thousand four fifty. Oh, that was a little off. <laughs> All right, um, but do you see the point here? This is why this country is so divided, mm-hmm. because the you know this income, the, the squeezing of the middle class, and this income inequality. Well, I think like even there are politicians that talk about there's there between politicians and Hollywood are so out of touch. You know, that there's p- people that on either end of the spectrum that is no so out of touch with middle America or people who think they're in this middle that are being right. ignored. The values, the the, the tax, you know, they they don't have a handle on what the issues are. So there and there's a lot of people out there, Carrie, who are in a catch 22. All right. Because they, you know, it, it's well, one of the things that we did see in this jobs report yesterday was that. Um, the amount of people looking for work increased. Well, that's a good thing. Okay, but and, and a lot of people say, well, why? I, they, a lot of people don't understand the disconnect there. They're saying, well, if there's so much, if companies are saying we can't get in, anyone employed, enough employees, right. why are there's you know why aren't you know anyone who wants a job could get one? But the problem is, at, are, they can get a job, but can they get a living wage? Right. All right. Like, well, and I think too, or do they want to do the job? Look at how many truck driving companies they can't, the incentives. I actually had an old neighbor that he quit his sales job because he wanted to do something different and actually works as a truck driver and has, I mean, pays the same and has wonderful benefits because 
People don't want to be truck drivers. Well, anymore. yeah, because a lot of truck drivers went to work for Amazon driving those, you know, prime delivery trucks, right. you know, 24 seven. Um, yeah. So anyone, you know, so, but if, but the catch 22 is, you know, somebody's who is on the government dime right now. Right. Okay. Um, and let's say they're working for minimum wage, retail America. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you, you choose the big box store, whatever. Okay. Um, the problem is, okay, first of all, those companies aren't going to put them on full time. Why don't they want to put them on full time, Gary? Because of the mandate on the health care. Because then they're going to have to pay their health care. And because the health care costs, nobody has control over those. Right. The health care costs or premiums are expensive for companies. So they don't want to put anyone on full time. So now you're on part time. You don't get the, you don't get the, you know, you don't get the health care costs. So now you got to go out and get your own health care under the current Obamacare, you know, Affordable Health Care Act by law. You know, now they're getting rid of that mandate, right? But, you know, but the idea idea is you better still need health insurance right right so now what do you do so if you go on to the exchanges right and you can pick your gold silver platinum plan but you know the 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 point is can you afford it based on your part-time minimum wage job probably not even with the subsidy or if you make too much now you're saying well those people if they get the pay increase if they go up to fifty dollars an hour see a lot of those employees are saying i don't want the fifteen dollars an hour because i still don't have full time and an additional a, a dollar or two an hour is going to lose my obamacare subsidy right. or i'm gonna i'm gonna lose my medicaid status because if you're at a poverty level of course you're put on medicaid right. and you don't have to pay for your health care right so that's why 70% of the of Americans today want Medicare for all. That is on the agenda of this political season. But how are they going to pay for it? And what about controlling cost of health care? To me, that's a bigger issue than to get a handle on it. Okay, so I said we had some... Um, so let's talk about some of the tax law changes that are happening. So this isn't based on congressional action per se. This is just, you know, the usual we're getting to the year end. So, you know, the powers that be are announcing some of the new uh, thresholds and some of the new contribution limits mm-hmm. going into 2019. So we did get a slight increase in the 401k and the IRA contributions, Carrie, right? Okay. So, you know, if if you're trying to say, hey, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm going to take matters in my own hand mm-hmm. and I'm going to, you know, follow the 50, 30, 20 rule um, and I'm I'm trying to save for my own retirement because I, I don't know if the government's going to, you know, take care of me. Right. All right. Um, so and I don't want to work till I'm 70 years old. OK, so I better start saving. So I have more than the medium uh, 11,700 mm-hmm. going into retirement. All right. So I, so Mark, I am interested in the new contribution limits. Okay. Here we go. So let's start with 2018s, right? Because, you know, um, that's what we're doing right now. So in the 401k, right? So the, um, the, the, the base contribution level is 18,500, right? Carrie? Mm-hmm. And that's what's going up $500 in 2019. So that'll go up to 19,000. All right. It went up five hundred dollars in twenty eighteen. So, you know, it's it's on it's on par right now, going up about five hundred per year. 
So 2018, it's 18,500. For 2019, it'll be 19,000. Now, the catch up for 50 plus, that's remaining the same. So they're not increasing the catch up, which don't ask me why. I'm not here to, you know, right. uh, defend the logic, simplicity, or fairness <laughs> the of the U.S. tax code. All right. Um, the catch up remains at $6,000. So for if you're doing the 50 plus catch up in 2018, the max is 24,500. In 2019, it'll be a nice even 25,000. How about the IRA contributions? Well, those also go up by $500. So currently the max is 5,500 mm-hmm. that you can do a year. That's going up to 6,000 starting in 2019. Their catch up, you know, is only a thousand, right? Okay. So, you know, and that again stays the same. So under the current 2018, the maximum is 6,500 and you can put that into, you know, again, there's income limitations on all this, mm-hmm. uh, um, but you know, basically you can put that in, in either traditional, you know, which you get a tax deferral, right? Or the Roth. If you're still working and right. have earned wages, you could put the Roth contribution. There are income limitations that I'm not going to get into right now because um, we're running out of time. But um, but you know, again, in um, but now you can don't forget about the spousal. So even if you're married and your spouse isn't working, but you have enough wages, earned income to cover both, you can you can do the spousal contribution. So currently, that's you know, two sixty five hundreds, which would be thirteen thousand. Next year, the five hundred increase takes that. 5500 up to 6000 the catch up stays the same at 1000 so you can go up to 7000 or two of those would be a nice round 14000 so those are some of the um so those are some of the changes that, that are going on all right and the estate planning team has been helping people for more than 30 years through unbiased objective advice and analysis and we offer that free consultation to either come in by phone or in person to see how we may be able to benefit you and how we're different. We're not, remember, we're not investment advisors. We're what you think of as traditional financial planners. And we talked about some of the analysis that we do. And if you want us to look at your and planning issues, call now, leave a message. We'll get back to you on Monday morning or any other maybe decisions you might need to make between now and the end of the year. Call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So I was trying to give you some information about a rock and roll birthday boomer. Okay. Um, Age 70. So let me, uh, yeah, born this day, 1948. So let me give you, she was Scottish. Does that help? Nope. Okay. Uh, By age 14, she had already been given, I'm even going to give her her name because I really, what I'm looking for is how we know her as. Okay. Her actual name is, you can't look this up on your Google. You know, I'm not. I'm putting my leave. My Marie phone. McDonald McLaughlin Lowry. Okay. And by age 14, though, she had already been performing on stage and already gotten her stage name, which is much shorter than that, which we all know her by, right? Um, so in 1966, at the age of 18, she became the first British female singer to appear live behind the Iron Curtain. Okay. Okay. Um, she was performing with the Hollies in Poland. In year 1967, okay, she appeared with the Monkees. You know the Monkees, Gary? Yeah. Okay. You know, like the one Davy Jones, he was kind of like a teen idol? Yeah. Was, I mean, I've heard, yeah. Right. So actually, song or she whatever. had a little brief um, oh. romance. Okay. With the throb teen idol, Davy Jones. Um, in 1969, 
she covered the uh, Mr. Bojangles. Remember that song, yeah. Curry, you know, from Sammy Davis Jr., right? You know, mm-hmm. she, a lot of people have covered that song. She did a cover, and it featured Dwayne Allman on slide guitar. It's an interesting version if you've never heard it. Okay. Um, okay, but the cut I'm going to play is from 1967. Okay. And then it was a number one hit song okay. in America, the title of which also was the title of the movie that it became the theme song that she starred in. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that give you any clues? No, not yet. Okay. And the movie was actually, it, it's one, it, I can today, I still think it's considered one of the top high school teenage, you know, drama movies. Okay. Um, civil rights, does that give me, you know, 1967? No. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. All right. Um, so we've got the midterms. And so, you know, one of the things that, of course, is up for this midterm election is that a lot of people want everything for free. <laughs> you think that's a problem? Um, you know, I don't care if it's, you know, Medicare for all, you know, as I right. said, the majority of Americans want that. Yeah, and it's the old joke, you know, if you think healthcare is expensive now, just wait to see what right. it costs when it's free. And I just, then you have the government involved in dictating. Free college. That no. sounds good. Yeah, go join the military. That's the. Um, free, uh, parental leave. Um, uh, free. I think anything free, like they say, if it's too good to be true, I think you need to work for something or do something of value or contribute to get something. So we have. So one thing we have is the new Democratic Socialists of America. Yeah, that's a problem. I it, Well, that's what I, and <laughs> I have a hard time with that because uh, I think you work hard. I it's mean, alive and kicking. Mark, I, know, I mean, like, literally, according to Eric right. Holder. So you just work less and you get free stuff. I'm just saying it's hard when people work hard and make a living to hear that people want free stuff. Work for it. It's income distribution, Carrie. I know. I think that's wrong. All right. So the DSA. All right. The Democratic Socialist of America. The, yeah. Um, in 2015, Carrie, there were 5,000 due-paying members. Okay, and I now I'm... You know what today f- it is? 500,000, 50,000. No, 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 not quite. 50 is a very good yeah. guess. 45,000, okay, with 180 <sighs> chapters. The Cleveland chapter is up and running. You can join the Cleveland chapter. I think it's 60 bucks. Well, how about instead of joining the chapter, how about get a job? Um, I'm sorry. I just have a hard time when you've worked Carrie, really hard. Carrie, you're cruel. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, I, I just think you should contribute. My kids, they want to do fun stuff. You have jobs around the house. You have to contribute. The Democrats' socialist surge has the potential to reshape not just the party, but American politics for generations to come. Yep. I know. That's what's scary. Um, you know, uh, you know what, you know, well, make your vote count. Absolutely. Um, I already did. Let's see what else. <laughs> um, how's the green economy going in the new? Uh, so there's, um, so four states are in play for uh, marijuana in this okay. midterm election. So right now, recreational use, nine states have approved it, and D.C., of course. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I just think that's funny. Uh, medical use is in now, I think, 31 states okay. plus D.C. How right. many states are left? I don't know how many. Well, we got four that are in play on uh, this right. election. So Michigan and North Dakota are both, you know, recreational is up on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of our neighboring states. So we got Canada to the north, 
We've got you know Michigan. Uh, do you see the wave coming, Carrie? Yeah. I- um, two states, Missouri and Utah, are the first. You know, they're going for medical use. That's the first step, right? Um, some people think there's about a chance that that industry could be a hundred billion dollars. All right, so here we go. Yeah, nobody will work, and then if they do it enough, nobody will want to work, and who will pay for it? <laughs> so here's, so I'm sure you've heard this song before, Karen. Remember my clothes? Yeah, I don't know this song. You don't? No. I wonder if any of the malicious millennials in the studio have ever heard this song. It's the number one hit. Really? Yeah, I've never heard it. The movie? You don't know the movie? I don't know. I don't even know the song. You're not going to get this one, are you? Can no, I doesn't what? even like vaguely sound familiar. Well, maybe when you hear the chorus, you'll get it. Okay. Because I'm looking for my next notes anyways. Okay. She's going to get to the chorus here soon. you got to see that song done live. It's the only justice to the song. Okay. She did it on like one of those rock and roll shows. Here we go. Sydney nope. Portier was in the movie. No. Nope. Yeah, it was before I was born, so. Yeah, but it's played on late night yeah. TV all the time. No. To Sir With Love. No. No, I'm complete blank here. No. you got to ask your mom about this one. Okay. All right. See if she ever saw the movie To Sir With Love. Okay. All right. Uh, so her name of performer, I gave you her real name. Actually, her stage name is Lulu. Oh, Okay. Of course, I named my dog after I was going to say, did you name your dog after? No. But actually, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I didn't. I'll have to tell you that another story, how we got the dog's name as Lulu. Um, it's a funny story. All right. Yeah, so this was a big hit. And this is a big movie, you know. Um, civil rights mm-hmm. were going on. And Sidney Poitier, you know, he was the black teacher who went into the bad white school, mm-hmm. you know, taking a temporary job thinking he was going to get his engineering job and then just how the he clashed with the the white students mm-hmm. until they realized he was they could get along with him and respect so it's just it's a great movie um you want to catch it all right so we have a few minutes left as we let let lulu take us out um so i promise next week we're gonna get back to regular programming Okay. So, well, we've talked. We're going to be done with the election. We're going to be done with Halloween, and we'll be talking about the things now. But I, you know, and again, we'll see. You know, who wins, and it may say, okay, do we have a different direction this country is going in, and how does that affect your financial plan? All right, call the estate planning team at four four zero two three nine twenty ninety or visit financialfoodforthought.com and get out and vote. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM1420 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.